Good morning and welcome to Easter Sunday with us here at Crossword. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And uh, yeah, we get to celebrate a fantastic day today uh, in reminder that Christ has risen from the grave. And so the focus of today's message is going to be all around the resurrection. Ludwig on, on Friday, he looked at the death of Christ and the implications of that for us the purification uh, of our sins and the fact that his death, the death of Christ, uh, has set that in motion for us and has solidified that for us. But this morning we are going to look at the thing that makes it all the more real uh, and that makes it uh, incredibly a joyful occasion in the fact that though he died, the grave could not hold him. And so he uh, our Savior, Jesus Christ, is risen. Uh, and so we get to celebrate that today uh, around the world. So I hope that this morning will be an encouragement to you, uh, that it may stir you and get you to think a little bit more about your relationship with Christ and your uh, identity in Him and in His death and resurrection. And hope that, uh, yeah, that this will move you to rejoice and to praise Him for who He is. This morning's passage that we're going to be looking at, uh, if you want to turn there, you're welcome to. Uh, otherwise, uh, just look on the screen. It is going to be Isaiah uh, 25, and we're going to look at a couple verses in Isaiah 25 and just give some thought on that. And then, uh, yeah, maybe you wouldn't have expected us to go there. Uh, you think the New Testament, let's go there first. Uh, we will end in the New Testament, but I thought what a wonderful place to, to go is uh, this message in Isaiah 25. So turn there with me and uh, let's read. It says, Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you and praise your name. For in perfect faithfulness, you have done wonderful things, things planned long ago. You have made the city a, a heap of rubble, the fortified town a ruin. The foreigners stronghold a city no more. It will never be rebuilt. Therefore, strong people will honor you. Cities of ruthless nations will revere you. You have been a refuge for the poor, a refuge for the needy in their distress, a shelter from the storm and a shade from the heat. For the breath of the ruthless is like a storm driving against a wall. And like the heat of the desert, you silence the uproar of foreigners, as heat is reduced by the shadow of a cloud. So the song of the ruthless is stilled. On this mountain, the Lord Almighty will prepare a feast of rich food for all peoples, a banquet of aged wine, the best of meats and the finest of wines. On this mountain, he will destroy the shroud that enfolds all peoples the sheet that covers all nations. He will swallow up death forever. The sovereign Lord will wipe away the tears from all faces. He will remove his people's disgrace from all the earth. The Lord has spoken. In that day they will say, Surely this is our God. We trusted in him, and he saved us. This is the Lord we trusted in him. Let us rejoice and be glad in his salvation. And so we're going to look at this passage a little bit and contemplate what it's saying in Isaiah and uh, how this is in one sense also good news for us today. 
so yeah, I hope that uh, it's got your attention. It's got you wondering what is this passage all about, and it should. This is wedged in a, in Isaiah in a very complicated section within Isaiah, and so a lot is still to unfold for Israel's history. So Israel as a nation is still to be carried off into exile. They are still to be uh, to be put under pressure within this this hostile city that they get taken into. And uh, it takes time before they are set free and released to go back to Israel once more, to Jerusalem uh, and to Mount Zion. And so they look, uh, they, there's this confusing aspect of where this is situated. There is this hope of salvation, but yet everything hasn't yet come about. And what flows after the section in Isaiah, and you can glance ahead if you want and, and look at that later, is these woes. There are these woes that come about over Israel, over the nation, over what will happen to the nation surrounding Israel. And so there are so many woes still to come about before salvation is eventually to come. But this passage in particular, there are three things that I want to just highlight for us that's really remarkable about uh, what Isaiah is saying here in in this passage. So verses uh, 1 through to 5 really highlights for us this incredible picture of God's power uh, and God's mercy in one sense. So God's power to overthrow those that oppose him and challenge him and God's power as well to protect those that can't protect themselves. And so you have this image of God overthrowing and, and destroying and breaking down. But then you also have this incredible uh, protective image of his power. That he has the ability to protect and, and draw in those that need protection. So especially if we look at uh, verse 4 there. It says, you have been a refuge for the poor. A refuge for the needy in their distress. So you have this image of this God that can both destroy but also protect. And so it's quite phenomenal that God God is painted in this way and, and, and we get a deeper glance into that as we think about uh, what Isaiah is saying here, that God has power to, to break down those that oppose, but also those has the power to protect the poor that can't defend themselves. Um, and what a beautiful image gets painted. Uh, so that's part of the, the backdrop of, of this section in particular, this type of God, this God who has the power to, to both break down and destroy, but also to rise up uh, and protect. And then the next thing that gets highlighted for us is verses 6, uh, going from verse 6 down to verse 8. Uh, is this incredible image of first a banquet with the best wine, the best meats. Uh, and and it's, it sounds like a splendid uh, occasion. It sounds like a, a, an incredible, victorious occasion. It's a banquet. It's a feast. Uh, for what? Uh, it is a banquet and a feast for a victory. A victory that is about to uh, come about. It is a victory of salvation. A victory of his saving power. And so if you look there in verse 6, it starts, On this mountain the Lord Almighty will prepare uh, this feast that he goes on to describe. This, this feast is to take place on his, on his mountain, on his holy hill. Uh, this mountain is mentioned previously at the end of 24, uh, of Isaiah 24. And this is Mount Zion. It is God's mountain. And so 
It is where God has established himself, there will be a feast that will take place. It is his feast. It is his uh, banquet that he will have with the best of the best, the best food, the best meats, the best wines. And it will be an elaborate, wonderful, amazing celebration. But what is the celebration? Why is there a celebration? The question will be. And we see that in verse 7. It reads, On this mountain he will destroy the shroud that enfolds all peoples, the sheet that covers all the nations. And maybe you're reading that and first you're going, okay, but what is this shroud? What is this this cloud-like thing uh, that covers uh, all the nations, this sheet that covers the nations? Um, And what we find out is is in verse 8, it tells us, He will swallow up death forever. He will swallow up death forever. So the, the, this God who is powerful, who is uh, capable of breaking down and building up and protecting, is going to prepare a feast, a celebration in light of the conquering of death. That he will overcome death. He will swallow up death forever. Isn't that a beautiful way of putting it? And then it carries on in verse 8. The sovereign Lord will wipe away the tears from all faces. He will remove his people's disgrace from all the earth. The Lord has spoken. So it's not only an image of of death being taken away, but disgrace. There's the the image of those things that, that cause disgrace, the things that cause suffering, it will be removed. And, and that is why there will be the celebration, because there is salvation from sin, from death, from, from incredible pain and suffering. There is celebration because this powerful God has the ability to save. And if that's not clear, we read in verse 9, uh, the response that is given by the people. Listen to these words. In that day they will say, Surely this is our God. We trusted in Him and He saved us. This is the Lord we trusted in Him. Let us rejoice and be glad in His salvation. So this is an amazing picture that gets painted in Isaiah here. We have this picture of God's power, of this feast as He conquers, uh, as He conquers death, as he swallows it up, and there is this response that comes from his people that will acknowledge that this is God, the God of their salvation. So this incredibly powerful God, he is above all things, he is just, he is merciful, he will come and swallow up uh, death, sin, suffering, all of those things, and he will ultimately uh, lead people to a place of recognizing Him, and they will rejoice and celebrate. And so today is a special day for us, because we are celebrating uh, what Christ has done in the fact that He has swallowed up for us sin and death. Um, the, the amazing thing is that this is said in Isaiah, and Israel goes out into exile, and they long for salvation. They long to be saved, and yet it doesn't happen immediately. And they come back eventually, 
and life is not entirely as it were as they were hoping for. Life is difficult. There are woes that they faced before exile and after exile, and life has continued to have its woes. But there has always been this promise that God would save, that God would create a banquet in the victory over over death. And so for us, we today know that this is true for what Christ has done for us through his death on the cross and his resurrection from the grave. So this is fantastic news for us today because we see how it is how it has unfolded through time. And though today we sit here with incredible amount of woes all around us, and when I say that there is suffering, there is hardship, there's the, the coronavirus that is spreading and people are, are unfortunately dying as a result. Nothing has simply taken that away. But we know that the sting of death is no more. That though people are suffering and dying for all sorts of reasons around the world, that it is not the final outcome. That sin and death have no longer got a hold over this world as it once did. And so I want to turn uh, with you to 1 Corinthians 15 and just read something that uh, Paul says in his conclusion as he's contemplated for a while uh, in this chapter of uh, in this chapter 15 of 1 Corinthians on the resurrection um, and he concludes in these thoughts here we read in uh, 1 Corinthians 15 verse 54 when the perishable has been clothed with imperishable and the mortal with immortality then the saying that is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh death, is your victory? Where, O oh death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And Paul can say this, not simply because... Uh, just because it it's, sounds exciting and fantastic, but because of the reality of knowing that Christ is risen from the grave. Christ has raised, been raised into life, uh, into a life that we will too experience. Um, but as Paul says here, that it is when the perishable has been clothed with imperishable and the mortal with immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. And Christ has done that in the first part of it. Christ came in the flesh, in the, in the perishable. And he was overcome by death. But he rose in imperishable. In, in the imperishable, the immortality for that, for that matter. And so in Christ's resurrection... Uh, there is the guarantee and the certainty that he is now imperishable. And as we die along with him, we will be raised in him. And so the, the quote there, uh, as Paul has quoted, death has been swallowed up in victory. That quote is in light now of Christ and what he has done. So when we look at Isaiah, we hear those words now echoed again in the New Testament as Paul looks at them. And how he says that this victory is in Christ. This salvation is in Christ. 
And then he goes on to quote actually Hosea uh, in that verse 55. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? And for Christ, having overcome the grave by being raised and resurrected again, has not only conquered uh, death, but he has brought about victory. And what that implies is that we don't simply uh, die at the end of this life and are raised again, but that we are victorious in Christ, that there is a victory over it, that there is a conquering over it. There is a first place, in one sense, over sin and death, that we are raised above it, uh, that we are no longer under the power of sin and death. But if we remember uh, the image that we are given in Isaiah, we are now under the power of God and His ability to save. So there is that power that God has the power to destroy and break down, but also to protect and show mercy. And so He has broken down the power of sin and death and shown us mercy uh, in His Son, Jesus Christ. And so... The celebration is what we await. The celebration is what we look forward to because we will be seated with him in celebration of this victory and we will partake in that banquet that uh, awaits uh, in the victory of Christ. So that's good news for us. That's fantastic news for us if we are holding on to what Christ has done. That Christ not only died on the cross, but that he rose again. He conquered the grave. He is victorious. And because of that, we have life. Sin and death have lost their sting. And we have a hope and a future in him. And that we can look forward to an incredible banquet, a feast with our Heavenly Father once more. That no longer are we separated and divided from our Creator but that through Christ's victory, we are included once more into the fold, into the family of our Heavenly Father. And that we get to celebrate this, this together. And so as we celebrate today, it is just a glimpse. It is a, it is a pure, it's a simple but a, a, a taste of what is to come. It's so small in comparison with what is to come. But if today excites you, if it stirs you, if you feel that you are rejoicing, uh, how much more will we be rejoicing uh, when we get to be with Him because of Jesus Christ, because of what Christ has done for us. And so this is fantastic news for us, this uh, reality of Christ's death and resurrection, that not only do we celebrate it today, but that we will get to celebrate it when we are in the company of our Lord and Savior. So this is awesome, awesome, awesome news. And we get to celebrate around the world today uh, that there are so many people that I hope we will be celebrating together. And that when we look at the world and all of its woes around us, uh, that nothing can rob us of the celebration of what Christ has done, that He has conquered the grave. That though there are woes and hardships and suffering all around us, uh, those things are temporary in light of eternity and beyond that uh, may we like the people that are highlighted in Isaiah 25 uh, turn and say you are God we recognize that and we want to praise and rejoice and give thanks because you are the Lord of our salvation let's pray together
Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you that today we get to celebrate in a, in a strange way because we see the hardship of the world all around us and what's taking place. But Lord, may, t- may we today stand firm in the reality, in the joy, in the hope that death has lost its sting and that in Christ Jesus we have victory over sin and death. That no longer are we slaves to this this unfortunate and terrible outcome, but that in Christ we are set free uh, from its hold. That in Christ we have life and life everlasting. So gracious Father, help us to, to stand fast and to stand certain and solidified in that truth. And that today we may rejoice and echo a shout of praise in the victorious name of Jesus Christ. We pray this in the only name possible, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.